0: Lesson 1 of The Elements of Mammalogy. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit librivox.org. Recording by Lawrence Trask. The Elements of Mammalogy by William Rauschenberger. Lesson 1. Mammalogy: The Natural History of Mammiferous Animals. Lesson 1 classification of the animal kingdom comparison of animals their division into four branches characteristics of each of these branches and division of the vertebrata into four classes of classification in general as we have seen when considering the subject of physiology and animal mechanism the natural history of animals is termed zoology for the convenience of study zoology has been divided into several branches the highest of which is termed mammology this embraces the study of the natural history of all mammiferous animals man included and is to engage our attention at present the number of different animals inhabiting the surface of the globe is so great that in order to study them with ease it is necessary to establish amongst them divisions and subdivisions each of the groups thus formed should be characterized in such a manner as to enable us always to recognize with certainty the individuals which belong to it and the group should be designated by a particular name the assemblage of these divisions and subdivisions constitutes what is called a classification in the classification of animals the name species is applied to an assemblage of individuals which bear a strong resemblance to each other and which are perpetuated with the same essential qualities. Thus man, the dog, the horse constitute, to the eye of the zoologist, so many distinct species. Sometimes one species differs considerably from all the others, but in general there is a number of them, greater or less, which very much resemble each other, being distinguished only by some unimportant differences. The horse and the ass, the dog and the wolf are examples. In the natural classifications the species which resemble each other we unite into groups called genera and Add to their peculiar or specific name a generic name, which is common to them Thus we say to designate the different species of bears Ursus arctos the brown bear of Europe Ursus americanus the North American black bear Ursus maritimus the polar bear etc and Lacerda agilis lacerta ocellata lacertus viridis etc to designate the various species of the genus lacerta or lizard each animal has as is seen above two names which may be compared to the family and baptismal names of men with the difference that they are inverted in the order in which they are placed the name of the genus always precedes the name of the species those genera which resemble each other most are united into tribes and the tribes into families the families are distributed on the same principle into groups of a higher rank to which the name of order is applied finally the orders are in turn united into classes and the classes themselves are the divisions of the great branches of which the animal kingdom is composed Thus to class the various animals the animal kingdom is divided into branches the branches into classes the classes into orders the orders into families the families into tribes the tribes into genera the genera into species Which designate assemblages of individuals? The following table shows still better the manner in which the animal kingdom is divided into groups which in turn are subdivided farther and farther until all the individuals belonging to the different species are separated from each other each one of these divisions and subdivisions of the animal kingdom has a particular name for example one of the branches is called the branch of the vertebrata or vertebrated animals another the branch of the molluscous animals or mollusca etc the first of these branches is divided into many classes one of which is known as the class of birds another the class of reptiles etc to enable the naturalist to know whether the animal which he studies belongs to this or that branch or family etc it is necessary that each of the divisions and subdivisions under consideration should be established by characters easily recognized and derived from the conformation of the animals themselves therefore each branch each class each family etc should comprise all animals which possess certain peculiarities of organization which are not found in animals belonging to other branches or other divisions the branch of vertebrated animals for example comprises every animal whose body is sustained by an internal skeleton the class of fishes comprises all vertebrated animals which in place of lungs have bronchiae to know whether an animal belongs to a branch of vertebrata It is sufficient to examine whether it has an internal skeleton and this character once ascertained It cannot possibly be confounded with any animal belonging to the other branches To know whether a vertebrated animal belongs to the class of fishes or to another class We must ascertain whether it be provided with bronchiae or lungs to illustrate the utility of classification a few examples will suffice if one would without resorting to some such means ascertain the name of an animal that he had killed in the chase it would be necessary to compare it with a detailed description of all other animals for if even when at the very beginning of this inquiry we should meet with a description which seemed to correspond to the object in question we could not be sure until we had run over all the other descriptions that we should not find one still more exactly applicable to this being the labor would be consequently almost interminable but if we employ the method of classification we shall arrive almost at once and without difficulty at the end of our search i will suppose that the animal in question is an eagle I find at first that it has a skeleton, and hence I know that it belongs to the branch of vertebrata, and it is not necessary to compare it with the animals of other branches. I next look for the characters which distinguish the different classes of vertebrata from each other, and when it is determined in this way that it is an animal of the class of birds, I exclude from the comparison which remains yet to be made. All the mammalia, all the reptiles, and all the fishes— i next inquire whether it presents the characters proper to this or that order of the class of birds this or that family and when i have ascertained the genus to which it belongs i have only to compare it with a very small number of animals from which it differs only in some few not very important particulars the use of classification permits the abbreviation to a considerable extent of the description otherwise necessary to make another recognize any particular animal for if we say an animal is a vertebrata of the class of reptiles of the order of sauria of the family of crocodiles it requires in order to distinguish it only to point out the characters by which it differs from a very small number of other animals which possess in common with it characters peculiar to the order and family of which it also forms a part there exists here the same difference as would be found in seeking by his description and number A soldier in an army in which all the ranks were mingled or in a well-regulated army where each division each brigade each regiment each battalion each company would be found in the place belonging to them and carrying with them their distinctive signs by the assistance of zoological classification we are enabled to assign to an animal the name which belongs to it in the same manner as we are enabled to find a person we seek By knowing the direction of his residence. In the latter case, we first inquire his country, then the state, the county, the town, the street, the house, and finally the room in which he dwells. And in the first case, we ask to what grand division of the animal kingdom does the species under consideration belong, then to what class, what order, what family, and to what genus it must be assigned. These questions being solved, The work is almost finished. As we have seen, it is by the differences existing between animals that we are enabled to classify them, and to distinguish them with certainty. But in order that a classification may be as useful as possible, it must serve to point out the resemblances, greater or less, which are remarked amongst them, also in the classification called the natural methods or orders the only really good ones the characters upon which the divisions and subdivisions of the animal kingdom are based are selected in such a manner that each group includes only such species as resemble each other the more in proportion as this group itself is of a less elevated rank in the classification the animals of the same genus for example will differ much less from each other than those of two genera of the same family and these latter will resemble each other much more than those belonging to different orders and in a still stronger degree than those of different classes the natural classification is in a manner a synoptical view of all the variations met within the organization of animals and in knowing the place which any animal occupies in such a method or classification we know by it alone the most remarkable features of its organization and the manner in which its most important functions are performed that is to say the most important part of its history because its habits are always correspondent with its conformation division of the animal kingdom into branches in ranging animals according to their different degrees of resemblance and according to the differences more or less considerable which distinguish them we first remark that there exists in the animal kingdom four principal types according to which nature seems to have constructed all these beings they are divided into four great divisions or branches namely animalia vertebrata vertebrated animals animalia mollusca molluscus animals animalia articulata articulated animals animalia radiata radiated or raid animals or zoophytes the following table presents the principal characters which distinguish these great divisions of the animal kingdom first branch of the animal kingdom animalia vertebrata general characters of vertebrated animals the vertebrated animals are of all animated beings those whose faculties are most various and most perfect whose organs are most numerous and most complicated the existence of a solid frame in the interior of the body enables them to attain a size which the articulated animals mollusca and zoophytes never reach and this skeleton all the parts which are united one to the other so as to allow of motion gives their movements a precision and a vigour which are rarely seen in other animals the portion of the skeleton which is never wanting which varies least and which is at the same time the most important part of all is the bony stem that encloses the encephalon and which is formed by the cranium and vertebral column the external senses are always five in number and the organs which are the seat of them present with slight variation the same disposition as in man The apparatus of digestion in this great division of the animal kingdom offers but very slight differences The blood is always red and circulates in vessels called arteries and veins It is always set in motion by a fleshy heart But the conformation of this last organ as well as the root of the blood in the circulatory system varies in the different classes of this branch Respiration always takes place in an apparatus situated in an internal cavity of the body But it is not always aerial as in man. It is sometimes aquatic and then the lungs are replaced by branchiae Division of the branch of the vertebrated animals into classes Nature seems to have followed the same general plan in the creation of all vertebrated animals but nevertheless these beings differ from each other and some of the differences which they present are of great importance in the exercise of life. Therefore that the classification of the vertebrated animals may be, in a manner, a picture of the modification of their organization, it becomes necessary to establish amongst them four grand divisions, called classes, which are named as follows. Mammalia Birds Reptiles Fishes the following table presents at a view the principal characters of these classes. End of lesson one recording by Lawrence Trask Mount Vernon, Ohio interface audio. com